talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. y'all welcome back to the just absolutely boxing podcast this is episode 30 my name is Ant. i'm with my partner p what's up everybody and today we are gonna be talking about this past weekend's fights uh Carol spence lamont peterson robert easter jr and his uh controversial win over javier fortuna and um can't forget about marcus brown and his uh light heavyweight fight against uh francis need but um what you been up to p um, not too much, Ant. You know, same old same in the grind. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same here, man. Um, I'm trying to enjoy this weather again, man. This bipolar weather. It went, you know, it went right up from 30 to like 60 degrees a day, man. So, trying to enjoy it. Yeah, it is crazy this weather. I know, man. Cause um, it's supposed to drop down again, but like I said, I'm just trying to soak this um springtime, spring-like weather in, man. Um. I did get a chance to watch some of the fights on UFC 220. What about you? Yeah, I, I watched the um, the highlights of the the, the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to see the Cormier fight. I heard I know he won or whatever, but um, I, what I saw from the main event, I was I was impressed. Uh, Look like they had some mm-hmm. pretty good pretty good weekend. Yeah, that was the one I actually missed. Um. I saw that fight that Abdul Razak, okay. and he scored that um, first round knockout over uh, what's his name, Hamasi. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, but yeah, it was a that man. That that jump was like a he was like on some Roy Jones stuff, man, where he just like kind of landed this real hard right uppercut and just you know laid him out right on his back, and he was out for like a good good couple minutes, man. I gotta go back and see if I can. Uh... Find, find that video yeah that was that was to me that was the main highlight i mean the the main event was good too you know uh, that was like that steep a what he do set that record the most yeah. most heavyweight defenses but but to me the abdul fight that was a one man yeah like um like you say <clears throat> i didn't i didn't get to see that abdul fight but um the steep a and and uh frank what's his name at francis Francis um, Nungu or something like that. Gano, something like that. I know, yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted to see that because that guy, he was like, you know, stand-up guy, had this really, really hard punch. You know what I'm saying? Could really, you know, has has had some stand-up, some some boxing skills to be to be a heavyweight or whatever, but he was just, it was a lot of hype behind him. Right. And you know the kid Stipe, who's the heavyweight champion. He he, uh, you know he he not he don't look like much, ant, but he he's just he's just a rugged little a rugged guy. He goes in there and, and and you know gets the job done. 
Yeah. But um, I read that this would be a fight that was, you know, he might get knocked out. And but I, all this to say that, and I was impressed with the type of game plan and how he went in there and just made this his fight, made the fight his fight, and came out with the victory. Yeah. You know, I thought he was going to get knocked out. I mean, he got he caught a few shots, and I mean, he got a chin because this guy, I mean, this guy can hit. Yeah, he, but, um, he's definitely like one of the hardest punches, but. You know, like we say, even in boxing, you know, it comes down to skill. It, it comes down to heart and skill. And, you know, Stipe, he's been there before. So, yeah, like we've seen it in boxing so many times where the hard puncher, you know, he gets nullified by the, the better all-around fighter. And, I mean, that's what it takes. You know, sometimes, yeah, like you said, we overhype one guy. I mean, I don't really think Francis is hype. You know, he's still kind of. No, I mean, he's a real deal, ain't Yeah, he's a real deal. But the other guy, yeah. Stipe, he's just a he's just a better fighter, and you know, yeah, like you say, sometimes you just can't go by how how fighter physically looks. You know, you know exactly. they they come in there, you know, you underestimate them, and that's what happens. So, and, and like and 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 look, it, it it did that in both ways. It gave Engano like the super huge image, and Stipe, oh, this you know, kind of you know, he's a smaller guy type of you know visual, but. All that didn't matter, you know, fight night. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because Francis is like this big hulking figure, you know what I mean? So that kind of... Yeah, it would in- intimidate a lot of guys. Yeah, intimidated. Yeah, you know what I mean? The Steve Page, just a regular looking guy, might work on the construction site, look to him, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, like you say, you can't judge a book by his cover. Right. But, um... Yeah, moving on to the boxing card, because, yeah, I was just kind of flipping back and forth. But uh, I was able to watch that Marcus Brown fight on uh, YouTube live because they, you know, they stream like some of the undercard live, you know, for free on Showtime's channel on YouTube. And uh, Marcus Brown, um, you know, he's a he's a undefeated light heavyweight. He did what he was supposed to do against this uh, Francis uh, Nitu, uh first round knockout. Um. Like I said, I don't really know much about his opponent, but Marcus Brown, you know, he's 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 a pretty solid he's a solid boxer um, at light heavyweight. You know, he's twenty one and zero now. So, I mean, from here, you know, the competition just going to get get it's going to get harder and harder, right? You know, because we got Kovalev, Adonis Stevenson, um, you know, Artur Beterbiev. So, I really think that uh, Marcus Brown. Uh, he, he he's really gonna have to. He he did what he was supposed to do Saturday night as far as you know scoring the first round knockout. You know he's making a statement, but uh, I'm still kind of still kind of deciding where he stands and if he can stand against those those heavy hitters. You know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely need to see more out of um, Marcus Brown. Yeah, still got to see a few more fights. Um, you know who I'd like to see him against is that um. That one light heavyweight from the UK, you asked me about him one time. Uh, I think his name is like Anthony Yard. Yard, that Yard kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm still kind of, you know, not really sold on him yet as far as, you know, his skill. They say he got power. You know, he's like 14 and 0. So maybe them two need to match it up and and then maybe, you know, that'll kind of see who's a better guy to that, that tier of light heavyweights. What do you think? I mean that's that's an interesting fight. Yeah. You know, I, I never 
never thought about it, but that is an interesting fight. Um, mm-hmm. Both guys, to be honest, like you say, we just, whether they fight each other or not, we need to see more out of really be convinced or sold on them. I mean, like you say. Because, you know. Like, like you say, you do got Kovalev. You do got a couple, couple monsters there. So, you know, we need to see if these guys are really on that level. Yeah, because, you know, it takes more than a undefeated record nowadays. I mean, you can you can have 30, 30 wins in the light heavyweight division, and then next minute you're facing the big dog that, you know, a lot of people thought you were dodging. You could get knocked out, you know what I mean? So you really have to kind of, like, there's some things I see about Marcus Brown that look good, but um, I, I still feel like, yeah, he's going to have to show something like the other guys are showing. Like, you know, even – Donna Stevenson is inactive as he is, you know, he still has like a signature signature style about him that can carry him through a fight. And, you know, you can't really count him out, you know? So like, I really don't think that Marcus Brown's ready for like even a Donna Stevenson yet, you know, even though he's 40 years old. So, you know, maybe, maybe a couple fights, like, like I said, you know, take on Anthony Yard and, you know, kind of start weeding out those guys that that are kind of getting hyped up and see where they go. Moving on to um the fight before the main the main event, Robert Easter versus Javier Fortuna. Man, what was uh what was your first reaction? You know, going into this fight, like when it was matched up, like how how good did you think Robert Easter was going to perform in this fight? Um. <clears throat> I thought it would be a much easier fight for Robert Easter than it turned out to be because of some of the decisions Robert Easter made in the ring. But um, it it turned out to be a better fight than I expected. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it to be, you know, what it turned out to be. Yeah, I think the decision, you know, Cause I told you, I felt that I felt that Fortuna won the fight. You know, I couldn't argue with that. I felt Fortuna won a close fight, and maybe if it wasn't for that point, that that point deduction in like the second round, he probably would have won. But um, you know, deep down, like even before the fight, this fight was made. As far as like the champions at one thirty five, I've always kind of felt like Easter is the one that he's still he's still a work in progress you know what i mean even though he has a belt he's still kind of he still really doesn't have a style that he's grown into yet you know i know at a young age every fighter is still kind of finding themselves but when you compare him to like a mikey garcia i think mikey garcia you know he has a basic style but at the same time i kind of feel like he's closer to how he's going to fight and he knows how to he knows how to handle different styles you know what i mean all right. Even like um the other champion Jorge Linares, you know, he's kind of a he can kind of be a brawling type of guy and an action fighter, but I feel like he could still probably give Robert Easter, you know, a lot all he can handle cuz Saturday night Robert Easter it was kind of like he didn't he didn't really utilize his advantages, you know, his height or his reach. He was um trying too hard to fight on the inside and wound up kind of smothering his own punches and he was kind of falling into 
like I said, when we did a prediction video, I, I he kind of fell into Javier's um he, he fell into those tricks because you know Javier's still more, a more experienced fighter, so he kind of was letting him get tied up, and he was kind of letting that frustrate him a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Javier, that kid, man, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, he was a little, he was kind of getting annoying. He was annoying me with the little bit of holding and a little. He would kind of do that little Cuban style where you know, kind of hold and kind of hook you, but yeah. you know, yeah, you yeah know, like a lot of dirty tactics. Yeah, but, I mean, the kid was scrappy though, but he was scrappy, yeah. I mean, he was he was all over the place. I mean, he was going to the body, to the head. He was going, you know, spinning them. He was just doing a lot in the ring, being a busier man. Out to me, out hustling Robert Easter. Making Robert Easter fight his fight. You know what I mean? And um, he impressed me. Yeah, he did, man. Because it was like, okay, um, Robert Easter was saying certain things like he didn't want to fight. He wanted to wrestle and run. I mean... Those are things that we always hear from people sometime when they feel like they're on the losing end against a boxer, a more experienced boxer, you know. And like I said, Fortuna was doing things that, you know, are just old veteran tricks. You got to learn how to make adjustments in them things. And I don't I think the words out of the words that Robert Easter was saying, the fact that he said he was wrestling and running was just the fact that he didn't know how to adjust and deal with that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you know that's that's what usually happens. Like, if a fighter can't catch another boxer in a certain way, they just use that excuse like the other guy was running. No, you got to know how to stop the running. You know, you got to know how to stop that running or stop the wrestling. And I think that, like you were saying, he was all all over the place. Uh, Robert East has to understand. You know, you won't be getting different looks like that. You know, the more and more you fight experienced people you got to understand there's gonna be different styles because um i didn't really think it was wise of him to say something like you know i didn't really want to fight a guy like this i wanted to fight the champions you know but you got to get past a guy like this to beat champions you know exactly exactly so what for robert easter would you rather just see him like fight a rematch from here or what a rematch with uh, Fortuna. They was talking about that. You know, he kind of like pulled Robert Easter to the side, like right there while they were talking to Jim Gray. Yeah, he's like, well, can you make weight? He said, man, you got to be professional and make weight. He made a very good point. Right? Yeah, he did. That was my thing. You know, it's a very, very good point. But I'm, I would be I would be interested to, to see if this is something that Robert Easter would want to do again because he didn't look good in this fight. Eh? Yeah, it kind of depends on his mindset where maybe he felt we got to see if he felt like hey uh this win don't sit right with me you know maybe i want to correct it like remember whenever paul williams he fought that guy carlos katana like the first time they had a rough fight and it was tough and next time paul williams came back in the first round and blew him out you know yeah blew him out but but to do that you know you gotta you gotta make them adjustments man you gotta learn make some adjustments man yeah if you don't do anything, same thing is going to happen from your end that happened last time. And you don't know if this guy's making adjustments because more than likely he is, you know? So mm-hmm. it would just behoove you to make adjustments, you know, and improve on 
some things you may have not been so good at last time or may have not worked in the first fight. That's all. I mean, when we say make adjustments, I mean, so. Uh, yeah, man, just don't like fall into another fighter's game plan because I knew for, you know, for a fact, like I was like, OK, this guy, you know, he has more experience. He's going to he's going to take him into them, take it into take him into those realms he ain't never been before. And sure enough, you know, Robert, he's, he fell for it. You know, he just started, you know, walking forward, not really doing anything, just getting kind of like you say, out hustled, you know, so. You you got to you got to prepare for that any fight you know not just this one the next fight you fight against somebody else they're gonna see that as a weakness you know what I mean? Oh trust me! Oh trust me! A lot of people, a lot of fighters were just looking at, licking their chops exactly. at the, um, fighting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trust me, a lot of guys. I mean, I mean, you know. It, th- these are the things that can be dangerous about these kind of fights. Like he said, he didn't want to fight a guy like this because not because, but you know, things get, get exposed. I mean, Robert Easton got hit a lot too. And the defense is, 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 is questionable and needs improvement to, to, in my eyes. I mean, a smaller guy for Turner, he was landing all night. I mean, one time clipped him almost, you yeah. know, almost had him yeah. out of there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he almost had him out on his feet because I saw that left hand hand. I was like, uh oh, you know. It was like, and that was kind of like the game changer. That kind of that kind of set the tone. Like this is how the rest of the fight is going to be, you know, because you couldn't really see anything in Robert Easter's game plan that that was that you know he didn't really have any other plans. Like I got to change up what I'm doing, you know. So he just kind of let. Javier, you know, take the lead in this. And that's going to happen. Like, that's going to happen in any other fight. The higher fights you go, that's why when he says, I don't want, when he said, I didn't want this fight and I wanted the champions, that just kind of shows, that kind of doesn't sit right with me because it makes you feel like you can't get up for certain fights. I mean, you got to get up for every fight, you know? Especially, especially, and you talking about somebody who's nobody right now. Yeah. You're fresh in the game. You know what I mean? You're not a star. It's that, it's that, like we say, that false sense of. False sense of greatness. You know what I mean? They think they're great already. Because, like, Roy, when he was past, you know, you know, whenever Roy was like, are you hitting like 30 something? He said, it's getting harder to get up and fight these guys. I understand that. You've been in the game for a long time, but whenever. Somebody like Rob Reese says, I couldn't really, you know, basically he said he couldn't get up for this fight. That makes me say, well, what fight you want to just get up for and then not get up for the next, you know? <laughs> when you're a 20-year-old man, you're in the, 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 the best shape you're going to be in, you know what I mean? You can't get up for a fight already? I'm like, okay. It, if you couldn't get Mikey Garcia, Linares, you couldn't get them and, you, and you're that you know, that upset about it, you would take it out on Javier. You would blow him out and then say, hey, who's next? You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, just certain things like that don't sit well with me with champions when they say certain things. Like I said, he's still a young guy. He's still coming up. So that's just something he's going to have to improve on. But, yeah, like little words like that, it kind of makes me, you know, 
then and that's kind of where the inactivity with these fighters come from now whenever they they start picking and choosing too early or saying they can't really get up for certain fights i mean then 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 why are you fighting you know Exactly. Yeah, I don't want to stick too long on that court, on that fight, but yeah, um, I really don't think he's ready for the other two champions right now. I, I think he should take this rematch. It takes him a couple more fights where he can kind of grow it, you know, and, and learn to to make some adjustments, man. Because right now, I I think him going to another unification fight it wouldn't be a good idea, man. What do you think? I can say I can a couple. Say a couple of th- we're exposed, but not like in a bad way. It, oh, he, he's not what we thought. It's just he's still a young guy in, in the sport and still learning his craft, but it should have been, like you said, a learning lesson and, and may, may make him want to, you know, go back to the lab and work on some things because it ain't going to get no easier. No, it ain't. It's going to get tougher from this point on. You know what I mean? So. I mean, it's, it's 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 all up to him. You know, he can be, you know, cocky about the situation and 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 and, and make make some some moves that might not need, might not be the best in his best interest to me. I I, I do think that he has, like you know, the the potential to be to be really 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 good and maybe great one day. You know, the long linky frame, but. You got, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta win, you know. And right now, you know, like you said, you you disappointed that you didn't get the knockout. It's like the knockout ain't gonna come all the time. The knockout not gonna come all the time, especially when you a guy has you a guy has you fighting his style. You know what I mean? He got you playing in the what he wants you to do in the ring. You might get knocked out. You know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. That, so mm-hmm. it was a learning experience, and um, hopefully it's a learning experience from him. You know, I, I you know some of these guys are so arrogant that they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? That hopefully yeah. he can go back, go on board, and say, "Man, yeah, this oh this guy was. I see some things this guy was doing. Oh, now I see why he was able to land right. this. You that's, know what I mean? Exactly. That's what that's what champions do. Because um, I'll say this last thing in closing about it. Like it's like what you say with um being exposed it wasn't really like he was exposed in a bad way like you said because um you know it wasn't like he got exposed to have a bad chin it was just kind of exposure that he wasn't using the the advantages he had you know because like going into the fight i said he got the more advantages like the height and the reach but he didn't use any of that but if he uses it next time the 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 outcome would be better right right should be easy right should be an easier fight yeah Going on to um, the main event, um, Errol Spence versus uh, Lamont Peterson, man. Um, very, very, dang, man. This 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 was a good fight, man, for Errol Spence, man. And um, I'll let you uh, let you kick it off with this one, man. What what was your overall take on this fight, man? Um, I mean, it didn't fail to deliver. Mm-hmm. It was a great performance by. You know, Earl Spence, I'm a, like I said, I always say I'm a big Earl Spence fan. You know, um, th- th- this fight in particular was just like a tough one for me to call because, you know, Anth- you know, I mean, Lamont Peterson, you know, I'm a big fan of his also. But, um, man, I mean, 
it was hard to watch, ain't you know? What I mean, it was hard to watch. You know, this young line just dismantling this this older line. You know, Lamont. I don't know what game. I don't know. You know what went wrong for him on Saturday night because it didn't look like he did much. I mean, he stood right in front of a Gatlin gun all night long. And you know Man, what I'm saying? I was, mean, yeah, that's what it was like. It was just like he was, you know, this this little army truck coming through just taking enemy fire you know he was just getting blasted on man he was taking some heavy hits and whenever i i brought that up to you the day we were texting after the fight you know i said like well why didn't he utilize anything you know why didn't he utilize some of them advantages that that he could have used because it seemed like it was so easy that it could have been done like you know what we've seen him do in the past use some angles but like you said uh Maybe Spence just nullified that plan, you know? Maybe there was just something in there that that we couldn't see that Peterson couldn't get done, right? Right, right. That, 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 that's the only, you know, logical explanation that I could come to. And, I mean, we're talking about an experienced guy. He's mm-hmm. faced, he wasn't, well, you know, from our, you know, perspective, he wasn't, in the ring with anything he hadn't seen before, but ev- evidently he he may have been, you know, mm-hmm. he may have been, and um, it just goes back to you know saying that regardless of where he falls, with he's another special fighter. He's another Terence Crawford. He's another you know Canelo. He's another you know just one of these guys that are kind of special out here. And I mean we we take our hat off to those guys. You know what I mean? But um. It was just a changing of the guard, you know. Yeah, Lamar. It was. It you was. know, he can. Yeah, just figure out a lot for himself too. Hey, man, that day, that I learned a lot from that fight too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was passing another torch. You know, these guys, they they got it now, man. Um, and kudos to them. Ain't no hate. Yeah, it's, it's and, the, and the thing I like about these type of fights, where yeah, like you say, it's the changing of the guys in these fights. It's like the um, the thing with Peterson is everybody kind of learns something from this fight. You know, Peterson learned what kind of heart he has. You know, all the way from the beginning to the end. You know, he's still the same guy with that heart that that fought. You know, Danny Garcia, Tim, Timothy Bradley, you know, all these guys. He's the same guy that beat all these, you know, fought these guys, you know, win or lose. You know, and I think to to leave the game like he did, I mean, yeah, it was a, it's, it's a sad, sad way to see it because, you know, he took a beating. But he can't really count himself out because he did fight. He did fight the best, you know, all the way to the end. Where in Errol Spence, you know he learned from this fight because he, he learned that, Hey, he can deal with some adversity. You know, he, uh, he was actually able to make a more experienced guy crumble, you know, and he, you know, he learned, he, he has some things that he, he used some tools that uh, he's never used before. Cause uh, going back to like you, we were saying like Peterson wasn't able to execute a certain plan. We got to remember that Errol Spence, he can kind of, he can, he can mix it up. He can punch from the outside and he can punch from the inside. So I felt like maybe there was a point where Lamont Peterson felt that he couldn't um, 
box from the outside because he didn't want to be on the heavy end of Spence's punches. You know what I mean? And then if he tried to go in on the inside, of course he was going to get punished. And and like early in the fight, one of the commentators said, you know, well, maybe he's just testing, you know, testing the firepower. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe he is. Maybe he's seeing, okay, let me see how this feels and this will be able to tell me what type of style I can fight. You know what I mean? Because if I can take these, then I can use take the style that may be more risky, but more reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what that's what it made sense to me. I said, okay, maybe so, but he just did the same thing kind of all night long. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, but you know, we spoke about that before the fight. Like I said, I mean, it depends on where Lamont Peterson shows up. We've seen him that he should have been fighting another style. Um why we don't know, but sure enough, Saturday night, he was in there fighting a the style that was puzzling, confusing, and brutal to watch. And I mean, I would love to see him on the bike more dancing. You know what I mean? I would love to see that. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to him just standing there taking punishment. You know what I mean? Taking punishment. I mean, it was it was I didn't really understand it. You know, like I told you too, and I mean, it didn't fully, fully satisfy my You didn't satisfy that boxing fix, right? <laughs> Yeah, that boxing fix kind of, because it's just yeah. like, you know, I mean, just think about it for me, and specifically with Kell Brook, specifically with him, mm-hmm. you know, but, I mean, and not Kell Brook, I'm sorry, with um, Earl Spence, because, you know, in the Kell Brook fight, you know, he, you know, he, Kell Brook couldn't go on, you know what I mean? And it's just like, dang, you know, what if 12 rounds of these two guys going at it? That would have been something good to see. Same thing here, you know, Lamont Peterson, dang, you know, I would like to see Lamont Peterson to the end because he's just the type of guy you can never really count out. And it just, you know, my body, so I, I, it's just, I don't know, something I really can't even explain that, but it's just like a boxing fix thing where I just need to see somebody knocked out and or just a dominant performance where... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not, not not necessarily a knockout or a dominant performance, but the the fight that I can't anticipate anticipate to see. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like I say, I'm going back to the Reagan Dial fight, which still I'm having a time getting over. You know what I mean? But that's just a thing of a boxing fanatic. You know, I can't expect everybody to understand it. And it's well, just it's one like of my things. I don't know. It's like this is the way certain people are about their little. I seen some people with their little model figures, things they really collect and they take care of. If one of them gets broken, they feel like, you know, they could glue it back together. But at the same time, they're like, you know, I I can't really. It's not the same, man. It's not the same. It, it didn't come out the way I want it. You know, you know, it's like it's the same way because you like, oh, man, you know, I can't. This ain't how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this way. You know, it's something out of my love. Oh, and that's good. You said that. that's because that's exactly what is it what it is it's like this was a good fight it was an awesome fight it's just dang it just wasn't what what i had in mind you know what i'm saying i can't i cannot say it wasn't a good fight because had i hated peterson i would have been like man oh this was fight oh this was perfect oh man this was an awesome fight he got his hand because otherwise you know lot my peterson is somebody you follow you follow longer 
and you you you've kind of grown to you know lo- you know love his style and it's like it's, it's like that's my that's my that's my exactly, friend first. Yeah. I knew him longer than I knew right. girls. You know what I'm saying? And right, right. you friend and beat up my old friend. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's kind of like that for me. You know what I'm saying? Thing, man. Like when my question for you is like when whenever a fight has to be stopped, when is it satisfying for you? Like, when is it not satisfying? When is it satisfying? Like, whenever it's just like a TKO, can it ever be satisfying for you? That's a very good question. And to be honest, to me, it's like a very thin line. It's a very thin line. Definitely from a spectator's point of view, because we're watching it through TV, Maybe even in the crowd, it's not the same as a guy in there watching these guys, and he's been watching these guys from round one and see, you know what I mean? He sees it from a different way. Mm-hmm. But um, so it's always kind of hard for from from a spectator's point of view to really understand that it's a split second decision, and it's sometimes a matter of life and death. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. So um So it's kind of hard to answer that question, man. It's like, you know, Saturday night, that stoppage was, as much as I wanted to see the fight go 12 rounds, in, 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 my, in, in my eyes, it was it was the right thing to do, man. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. two of his main, two, not even weapons, mm-hmm. your eyes about to be closed. You weren't doing anything when your eyes were open. So, you know, it was just... It was just a matter of time before the inevitable would have happened, you know. But um, like I say, man, championship fight, championship level fighters, world-class fighters, you just want to see them get get the chance to do their thing too, man. I mean, like I say, it's a very thin line, though, dude. It's a very – because you don't want to clip a guy – who that's his life in his world. You don't want to, you don't want to take that from him mm-hmm. going off your, 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 your mentality because you're not a fighter. Yeah. You dedicate your life to the sport. You know what I'm saying? I, I can understand that. Cause you know, as dark as it may sound to some people, some people, they, they, they really would want to go out or die. Or they, you know, not even the ring, but just doing what they love, you know, and in general, like, I mean, like there's certain people out there. Yeah, they they skydive, you know, you never catch me doing that. But if you could probably talk to them from the other side, they probably would say that that was a that was a one thing that I really wanted to do. And um, if it turns out this way, you know, so be it. I died doing what I love, you know. And I feel like, yeah, if you took that moment or took that little that little ounce of glory from a guy in the ring where you had to stop it. Yeah. You get to live on another day, but he's always got that, that what if factor in his mind, you know, even if we know that he didn't have it, he still had it in his mind, you know? Right. Right. And, and, you know, and I think it was last night we was talking on the phone. I told you how I went back and, um, watched, I was just having to watch some old Rocky stuff and how you said you didn't really, you know, watch, those movies too much back in the day mm-hmm. Cause, because it was even you know in Rocky 4 when you know Rocky 
he had became close friends with Apollo Creed, who he had fought in the previous movie or whatever. But they, after they fought, they wound up, you know, becoming really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in a fight, and Apollo Creed was in a fight, and he was taken. Damn, it was like the Lamont Peterson and, and Earl Spence fight. You know what I mean? He was just in there getting slaughtered, busted up, and you know he kind of made Stallone promise not to, you know, I mean not Stallone Rocky not to stop the fight, you know what I'm saying? But the way the movie just set it up and it was so dramatic and this, I mean, he's busted up in the ring and his wife's in the crowd and, mm-hmm. you know, Rocky's his friend. He, 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 he don't want to see him get hurt. You know what I mean? It was just a dichotomy of a lot of different things going on. Some of those movies interesting that, you know, yeah. from, from that standpoint, it yeah. wasn't always a hundred percent boxing, but, the story that it gave boxing and some of the stuff that mm-hmm. you, know, you got to see on screen was interesting to see because Apollo Creed wound up dying because Rocky didn't throw in the towel. You know, the mm-hmm. other corner man telling Rocky, throw in the towel, throw in the towel, but he's just like, he wants to do it, but you know what I'm saying? He made that that promise to his friend. So to think about it from that aspect. There could be a lot going on in, in, in a couple of minutes. and You know what I mean? And you got to make it the right decision and try to make, you know, like I said, try to make the right decision. Somebody's going to be upset, you know, whatever you make. But I don't know, mm-hmm. man. I, it's, I think it's I think it's a tough thing to do. Man. What about you? Yeah, because um, what you were saying about the movie, yeah, I, like I said, I never really, I, I've been in and out on, but like I said, I never really watched them because I really wasn't a fan at first. But I'm going to probably go back and watch them all. But, um, yeah. The thing that you say Rocky made that promise to Creed, Apollo Creed, um, like I didn't even know that. You know, it, it was just in my mindset to say, I can't take another man's glory. You know, he wants to take it. You know, he wants to he wants to die doing what he loves. But at the same time, you know, whenever a person has family, you might have to break that promise, you know. You might have to. Absolutely. And that's why I say it's 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 kind of great. All right, you can't say what's right and what's wrong and when when is the right time because you don't we we if we know that the the 58 punches are going to be the one we're going to stop the at the 57 fan but we don't know right yeah we'll be like okay that's it but we don't don't know that so that's the that's the that's 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 the thing man but you know after the smoke settles and everything i mean i believe most fighters are happy that a person stopped the fight, but I'm sure it's been some some some, some bad scenarios with that happening. That you know, people mm-hmm. fell out. The guy never he went got depressed because that was his one shot, and he thought, you know what I mean. I'm sure it's and you out there. and you got to remember too. Like I say that we should respect what people you know want to do, die doing what they love, you know. But but again, that could just be like a harmful addiction. You know, it could be like somebody drinking too much. <laughs> they might say, "I want to die drinking," but that's that might be some crazy a mental addiction where we got to stop you, you know. You yeah, got to be stopped. Just like taking too many punches, you know, taking too many beatings, we got to stop you and let you know there's there is life after this. So don't don't feel bad if I stop it. You know, you gotta say there's more than this. You can you just can't die doing what you love. You know what I mean? Because there's people that love you. All right. So All right. Th- there's so many, yeah, there's so many gray areas to it. But yeah, if I was a trainer and I saw my fighter getting you know, getting beat like he was, I, I would have to stop it, you know, promise or not, you know, especially if, if it's like Barry Hunter said, he got that 
that's his that's his son. You know, he's not gonna let his son die like that. So Yeah. And that's the thing, dude. I mean, like we say we watch it from a spectator's point of view. But imagine how Barry, you know, he's hearing these shots. He's seeing He's hearing them see, yeah. His son wins for you know what I mean? He's seeing it firsthand. It's like, damn. I'm gonna give my boy another you know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's just a very, very, very like I mean, I can't think of another word but great area, you know, you know, great area type of thing, and where you know, I mean, I don't think it's no right or no wrong or or, or no right time when you know when to do it. It's just I guess you just you just know when it's that time. I mean, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, you know it's, it's you know that's what makes boxing just so interesting, man. Because there's a exactly so many dude. questions, man. Like this one question I got too, man. Like, do you ever feel like a fighter that that survives one of these beatings and you know he comes out paralyzed? Do you feel like, or, or you know, he comes out paralyzed, he comes out brain damaged? Do you ever feel like he wish he would have died in the ring? Not because of that injury, but just do you feel like since it was going that bad, like he was willing to die in the ring? Do you think he comes out just saying, I wish I would? Yeah, because from a perspective of a warrior, that's the last thing he kind of want to be seen as is half a man or less. You know, when the guy then dedicated his life to going and, you know, being a gladiator, so to speak, and then he's reduced to. You know what I'm saying? It's hard enough for for a guy when Father Time just do it. He still think he can get in there and do it. You know, so imagine, you know, something happening early in your career, you know, that changes. I can see I can see a fighter getting depressed and, you know, might 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 need some help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, somebody, you know, I mean, I know somebody like Paul. Just, you know, being a fighter and then being paralyzed. I mean, fighters, I mean, you had training camps, you ran, you worked, you, you did so much that I know it's a tough, I mean, it's tough for anybody that would go through that. But I'm just saying, you know, definitely an athlete, you know, who that was a big part of their, you know, their, their life. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like I say, you know, yeah, definitely shout out to Paul Williams because it was just so it was just it was just like crazy when that happened because he was this force to be reckoned with and you know he was like a pound for pound fighter you know so many divisions where he could fight in any division just about from welterweight to middleweight and so many people avoided him and at the same time he still put on so many good fights with the people that would fight him and then after that to just have that one thing happen it it makes you wonder what what is that mindset? Do I wish um, whatever it was just took me, or will I keep going on? You know. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be tough, bro. Yeah, 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 and that's I guess that's where you kind of gotta learn what 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 is a love versus what's an an obsession. You know, like certain fighters, you know, they come in loving it, but after a while. When it becomes life, they become obsessed with it, you know, and when you become obsessed, that's all you know. That's all you know every day. You eat, sleep, breathe it. And and it's a tough game. That's what they say. It's a tough game. See, it ain't like it, you know, it ain't even a game, you know. It's not like basketball or something where somebody can pick up a certain day, you can ride the bench. Nah, you fighting every day for your life, you know? Yeah. Every day you step in there to be your last. Mm-hmm. 
but going back to um some of the things some of the critics people were saying like about Errol Spence's performance in this fight um did you really see any holes because there were some people seeing things they said that Peterson did that that seemed to kind of bother him well like 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 I said when Peterson did land a few of those shots it kind of froze Earl Spence Mm-hmm. Like I don't know whether he he wasn't expecting the shot, it was, you know, it surprised him, it buzzed him, not hurt him, but you know, stung. But it froze him, and I'm just thinking, another guy, that split second that you freeze, another guy's going cap, another guy's going cap, capitalize on on that moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lamont Peterson was just so battled. Worn torn, it he might you know just was happy to get a a, a breather. You stop punching, but you know that, and just not a lot of head movement. But I but nothing did where you could say he could he's going to be exposed. Yeah, I don't see no holes in this game like that. Ain't eh? you yeah. know at the end of the day, every fighter can improve. It's no fight out there that's a hundred percent all way round. You know, but. He is he is still just a man, you know what I mean? And and, hmm. and can be beat like any any other man. So um, you know, with that being said, as far as holes, nothing major, and and from, mm-hmm. from my view, nothing major, nothing. I mean, he did so many other things right that the little things that may not have been hundred percent they were just like canceled out, dude. I mean, you nothing bad you could really say about the guy. I mean, right. down to down to his personality and you know, which which means a whole lot. You know what I mean? He, he's yeah. very humble, respectful guy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he's about that business too. And that's the thing. You don't gotta talk slick and tough, you know. But when you get in the ring, you need to just perform. You know what I mean? And you ain't got to talk all that shit. Just get mm-hmm. get in the ring and do the talking. Yeah, that's... You know that, what I mean? Talk is cheap. You're tired of the talk, man. Get in there. And at least if you're talking, back that shit up. Don't get in there and, and lose fights, man. Eh? Exactly. Yeah, because like... Well, Spence, like we always think of him as like that silent killer. You know, he... He he'll say a few words, you know, but he ain't gonna fall into any any antics and nothing like that. When he gets in, he'll perform. And yeah, man, like going back to what you're saying with the holes in the game, there wasn't really many holes that anybody in the division can expose right now, you know. And of course, if if they do get exposed now, he knows to go back and work on them. Because even after the fight, you know, he said himself, like, you know, maybe he felt he could have used a little bit more head movement. But, um, yeah, you know, against a war-torn guy like Peterson, it wasn't really necessary in this fight. But down the line, it will be. So he, he can always work on that. Yeah, that's the thing, too. You know, in this fight, it may not have been necessary to do that. And that's the thing, Ed. That's why I say, I mean, these things different ways and through different lenses or whatever, but at the end of the day, what everybody got to agree on is this kid is 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 the truth. 
Ain't no myth. It ain't no hype job. I mean, he the real deal, and he the real deal. And I, you know, that don't mean he can't lose a fight. But right. you, you gonna know you was in the fight if you fight him. Yeah. And, and the thing too, yeah, thing too, going back to you know, people saying okay, there's holes in the game. There really is no like major holes. If if you're a special fighter, you're gonna find another way to yeah, like we say, uh, to hide those little holes. Because every fighter has holes in their game, you know. But like the best and the greatest fighters, they were able to make up for them. Like Terence Crawford in the Gamboa fight, he had a few holes in that game, but that was quickly that he made a quick adjustment and took that out, you know. You know, um, same with Andre Ward in the past. Andre Ward has had some holes in there, but he always makes up for it to make him look, you know, close to a flawless fighter. So, you know, that's that's just one thing that critics, they like to point at. But again, like there was no there was never like any I never felt any danger like he was going to lose, you know. Right. Right. And I mean, in, in just a dominant performance like that. It just it definitely makes other guys <laughs> raise their eyebrow. You know what I mean? Like, do I really want this? Do I really want this? And you know what I mean? I, it definitely put you know one forty seven. If you wasn't already on notice, it put you on notice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean because it was just that dominant of a performance. I mean. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I said my fix don't get get you know fulfilled because it's like you know I mean I wanted I thought it was gonna be some fireworks between those two guys some you know some some more than what what, what we saw and it was just like you know a guy didn't show up man um, I don't mm-hmm. know yeah I I I, I like. I'm more, I guess I'm getting a little bit more not satisfied. I'm just like, okay, you know, it, it, it was just like we say, it was just a passing on, passing of the torch. But, um, Peterson, he just had so many things. It makes you feel like we were in his corner. Like, yeah. so I mean, and like no, no disrespect to Spence because we, we die hard Spence fans. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We die hard Spence fans. I didn't want to see Spence lose. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see Spence in a fight, and eh? I'm in it. a fight exactly. Yeah, because again, like like we like I said, you know, in the last episode, that's why I didn't really put no, I I didn't have a prediction. I didn't have like a a solid, you know, prediction. Did you? I know it was I just didn't. like may the best man win because we were just talking about a good matchup, you know, experience versus you know this force of nature, and and that's what we wanted to see. Yeah, man, from here. The welterweight division is just getting crazy, man. Like we were saying, man, we might have to actually get on and do a little live stream discussion about this, man. Um, <laughs> for 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 Spence, man, it's just like I was telling you earlier, it just seemed like everybody in his weight class, it just seemed like there's always like an excuse to get around fighting him. And then there's people that are way out of his reach that say they want to fight him because they know they can't fight him. <laughs> so... Thing, it is a crazy thing. Who who do you think who you think is gonna who you think uh, he can get in the ring with next? Because he said he wants to. He said he's working on a fight date. You know, I post that on Instagram. You know, fight date's about to be secured. Um, how about this? I I can tell you who it's not going to be. 
Yeah, tell me that. <laughs> Thurman. Yeah. I can promise it won't be Keith Thurman. That I, I, I don't know. I mean, the division is stacked, and you know, I mean, he, he, he's the guy right now. So, I, it, it, it really, it, it, if I can't see him in there with the people that I really want to see him in there, which, which, which will be a Keith Thurman. I want, I want to get this fight out the way. You know, what I'm saying it really doesn't matter, man. Any fight should be a good fight right now because the division is this. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, what, what, what do you think is the best the best next fight for him, you know? You know, business-wise, career-wise. If he wants to come back, like, in April, we already know Terrence Crawford, Jeff Horn, they're tied up. And we know Danny Garcia is tied up with Brandon Rios. Um, and we're not even going to mention Keith Thurman right now and because um, he might be fighting Jeff, Jesse Vargas. Um, and it was said that, you know, Sean Porter, he's not ranked by the IBF, so we know that's not happening. Um, if he can just get somebody in in the IBF rankings to get in the ring with him, I'd be happy with because that would show he's he's staying active, you know. That would just say, okay, I just fought, and now I'm ready to get back in the ring again until I can get that Keith Thurman fight. So if he can get anybody in the ring that's willing to get in there right now, it doesn't even have to be a big name, you know. I just want to see him back in the ring again. What about you? I feel I feel the same way. You know, what I mean, he that that's the thing. I these guys gotta stay more active in. You know, you ain't I don't care if it's a big name or not. I wanna see that exactly type of performance again. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we want to see that more than once and twice a year. Mm-hmm. So, And I just want to go on record, too, to say that, you know, it was people saying it was April. But actually, you know, his post on Instagram just said the fight announcement, fight date's coming real soon. So it might not be April. It might be, you know, like May or June. But at least we know this is his quickest turnaround time, you know. Yeah. And we can see where, where his where his head is at. You know, he just came. He just fought Saturday right now. He's already. I'm saying he ain't out partying and celebrating and going, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's it's just a good look to see where his head is at. All right, I'm ready to get back in there and stay active this shit. Yeah, yeah, man. And um, I guess about Lamont Peterson, you know, Jim Gray asked him what's next for him, and I guess he said he would think about it as far as um, you know, if he, he if he will fight again or if he will call it a day. Uh, what what do you think he should do, man? Um, it's definitely a few more fights out there, and you know, just not at that level. It's it's no more big big fights out there for him. Yeah, you know. Um, but I definitely think he has a you know some more fighting. The kid is only thirty three. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he still got fights in him. Um, and I think some of those guys. I mean, hey, uh, Manny Pacquiao versus a. Uh, uh, Lamont Peterson. I mean, you know, guys who on those same Andre Berto, that would be cool. What do you think? Yeah, Andre Berto. Like I say, any of those guys who like from that era, you know, that tail end, you know, ushering into this new wave of fighters. You know what I mean? So, you know, any of those th- those guys with the with the young lines. I just I just is pointless at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. 
You know, not to say he couldn't win no fights. It's just it's just too much. Why would you want to go through that? Yeah, that's that's a that's a thing, you know, with fighters, you gotta you gotta respect. Like we all know how a casual fan thinks. They always think if you get beaten, like if you get beat against an A class fighter, so you know, once or twice you're done. But there's different tiers of fighters, you know, there's different levels where you got to respect that. They want to keep fighting. They can, but there has to be a certain class they fight against now, you know, like, uh, no, Devin Alexander, he's in there with Victor Ortiz next. So, um, you know, Peterson, he could still take on maybe the winner of that fighter. Like I said, Andre Berto, but of course they can't step in that, that high realm anymore with the, the buds and the, the porters and like that. But they, they still, they still deserve their, 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 you know, their fights or whoever they want to fight, their matchups amongst themselves, you know? Right. And and that's the thing. Like, I'm more right there. A guy like him, is the, the, he would be more looking the matchups that he wants to make. Not trying to be in the mix. He ain't really in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you just, oh, man. Uh, uh, like they said, he was supposed to fight Kodo. I would have loved to see that fight. That would have been good. Lamont Peterson and Kodo. So... You just got to know what, what what lane you in, and and be in that lane. And if he, you know, that's what I'm saying. If he wants to hang around and do some of those fights with those kind of guys, I mean, that might be some nice paydays for him. But you know, just like I say, thinking of furthering your career with just the just the the, 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 the type of fighters that are out there, they're bigger faster, stronger, you know, it's just, you, I mean, what else he got to prove, man? We, we know he got a heart of a line. What else he got to prove? Yeah, from here and now, it's just about, you know, if you want to keep a career in boxing, you got to kind of stay in your realm where, you know, where where age and your, the wear and tear kind of falls in your body, just kind of kind of stay in that class now, and you can still make money. You still make fights right. Without, right. without putting your – I mean, every fighter puts their life on the line, but it would definitely not be something, you know, everybody would feel you you don't need to be in the ring with. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, and some of those fights would have been, I mean, like some good fights, like him and Cotto, that would have been, been a big... That would have been nice, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Older, you know, for the older generation, you know what I mean? That would have been a big fight. Because, you know, it come from about that same era, man. It was just like that same time when they were both in their prime and they never got a chance to meet up, you know? Got a chance. You know, Manny in there with anybody is interesting. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's, it was it was looks out there for him. It still is a few looks out there for him, but those would be the only looks I'd be looking for, though. Right? <laughs> you know, like I said, he should he should really learn a lot from Saturday night too. You know what I mean? But at the same time, holding his head high, you know, he didn't he didn't do a bad job. You know what I mean? It's just the best man won. You best know what man. I mean? And sometimes, you know, that heart, that heart. It, it, it takes over, man. That heart just takes over, and that heart, he just showed way too much heart than he showed, you know, um, the skill, the skill, skill. he could have shown, the skill he could have shown. You can't win a fight on heart, you know. You can't yeah. win a, a fight on a heart, and you know what I mean. Yeah, you, know, you can't. You know. But overall, man, this whole card it was basically like we 
really thought it was just like a learning experience for these up and coming fighters. Um, you saw, you saw how one up and comer he how he handled uh, an experienced fighter. He didn't really use what he could have. He what he could have used, and then we saw, you know, that 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 killer and Errol Spence how he hand how he used his how he used his advantages over another experienced fighter. You know what I mean? So, right, right. You know, every every fight is a learning experience, but I mean, this whole card just kind of had that learning that learning aspect about it for me. You know, um, I know he, yeah, like you said, the, the main event didn't give you that 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 satis that satisfaction, man. But you know, from here, that was the whole purpose. You know, from here, the the best just gotta keep weeding out. You know, the the older fighters or the weaker fighters and. I just, I just think from here, you know, Spence is just going to put on more satisfying performances, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the one thing is, like I say, with some of these guys, and Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, I mean, even even Sean Porter, I mean, a lot of these guys, even even if they lose, it still could be a good fight because these guys have skills or styles that make entertaining fights. Yeah, not yeah. all. It's about winning all the time. You know what I mean? It's not all about just winning because a lot of people have won because the judges robbed the other guy and gave him the, the win. So you didn't really win, right? Your record says you won. Yeah, but um, yeah, overall good card. Um, oh yeah, before we you know sign off here, I just want to mention what did you think, man? Of Manny Pacquiao calling out Vasily Machenko, man. Um, that's another fight I'd I'd like to see. I mean, it's nothing I'm super crazy about, but um, it it, 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 it it on paper it sounds like it could be an interesting fight. Yeah, I think it's um, I've always you know felt Manny was kind of too small for welterweight, so I think it would be kind of a good fight that's closer to his you know, closer to his size, you know where. He fought Jeff Horn. He was kind of near the big old, big scrappy guy. But I think, you know, he would give Lomachenko another look that he ain't never seen before. So yeah. if they serious about it, you know, he said it was talking about something in April. That would be crazy, man, because that's that's right around the corner. Yeah, that 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 would be crazy. I mean, the fact that Lomachenko, we see he game to be staying busy in the ring and willing to really get in there with anybody, man. I would, I would be impressed if he did that. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It, old now, but he's still da- dangerous as hell. Mm-hmm. Especially for a guy with only 10 fights, you know, 10 wins. It's dangerous. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like I say, I mean, I, I watch it, you know, I definitely check it out. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. It's nothing I'm pulling for. And I'm like, I'm not, oh, I hope they make this. I mean, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, oh, well, you know. Yeah, that's how it kind of hit me. It was just like one of those fights where it, I ain't even here. It just kind of hit me from the blind side. And I said, oh, okay, I like that. You know what I mean? Wasn't nothing I was wishing for. And uh, I, just, I was just like, okay, we can, we can, we can. shoot, I'll watch it. Right. But um yeah man um uh, before we go I just want to say you know you know shout out to all our listeners you know definitely say shout out to Roger you know it's always like a for me just you know like you say he always tells you whenever you see him but 
to me, it just like gives me a, it gives me another fire under me to say somebody out there listening, you know, and really appreciating the episodes we dropping, you know. Right. And um, and shout out to um, Mike Mike Amazing seventy four on Instagram. You know, they said they really liked the the knockout episode that we did. So I just want to say shout out to them. But uh, anything else you want to say in closing, P? Um, no, I just you know, like you said, man. Shout out to people have been you know listening and following and you know trying to build with our movement but um that's it that's all i gotta say Ant. all right man well like i always say you can um subscribe to us on um, itunes google play and uh follow us on soundcloud follow us on instagram facebook and twitter and um yeah you just follow us uh, all those platforms and Make sure you, if you do subscribe, you know, on iTunes, you know, give us a review and let us know what you like. Um, yeah, my name's Ant. I'm a partner, P. And we're about to sign off. Peace. Peace. Peace.